Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Full Court Press Podcast, a basketball show dedicated to Sumner County and Montgomery County hoops. I am your co-host, Zach Womble, and alongside me, as always, is Brady McAtemney. In today's episode, we are joined by Tennessee Hoop Talk's own Matt Kaiser, who comes in to break down Cane Ridge and Franklin, the two teams facing off against Clarksville and Beach in Monday's Substate Round. If you are not already subscribed to our podcast, please make sure to do that. It really helps us grow. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, leave us a comment, let us know what we're doing good, let us know what we can improve on, um, and that way we can grow and be better. But as far as today's episode, Matt drops a ton of information, so I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Matt, how are you doing today? Good, Zach. Thanks for having me on, man. It's a great time of year. Absolutely. It is tournament time. We really appreciate you doing this, man. So um, I'll be honest with you. I'll be candid with the listeners. I'll be candid with you. Uh, I think this was the first year maybe that that I noticed you out there, uh, you know, at games and stuff, reporting on games. Uh, kind of where would you come from? Uh, How did you get started with, with this whole thing? And kind of what's your goal? So, yeah, Zach, uh, I've uh, – it's, you only uh, noticed me because I've only been doing this for a year, but kind of started this really when the world shut down last year. Um, I'm a I'm a hoops junkie, kind of like your bio line says on your Twitter. Uh, Jim Rat from from way back, and you know a lot of times when I'm talking to my buddies or you know I'm at a at a bar or, or hanging with my my kids playing, talking to other people, we're connecting dots back to. Clarksville basketball or, or beach back, you know, back in the day, a beach game or just talking about basketball and, you know, just had the idea of uh, at first was to interview some of those old players that people in the middle, middle Tennessee area and across the state talk about what, what are they doing now? Uh, where are they now? And kind of catch up on those old stories. So that was kind of the idea at first. I love high school basketball. I'm really uh, fortunate to be connected uh, just from my playing days and uh, being in, you know, youth coaching with, with a lot of those guys and around the area. So uh, wanted to then venture out into the high school coverage as best I could. So just having fun with it, man. Not doing as good a job as you guys, but uh, I'm hustling a little bit. No, man, you're doing a great job. And you picked a heck of a year to jump into things. I mean, what's I yeah. kinda, I, what's been the struggles? Have you faced any struggles uh, this year trying to get something off its feet? Yeah, I mean, you know, as, as not a traditional member of the media, it's been harder to get passes. I'm just having to use some of my personal uh, relationships to get in. So haven't gotten to get out and see as many teams as I'd like to this year, obviously. I mean, I've, I've worn out the NFHS, uh, which has been a blessing. But, you know, like last night, I think on the Cane Ridge Franklin game, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure some of your listeners were trying to get over there and watch the last two minutes where the crowd stood up and you couldn't see the last two minutes of the oh, game. No. So it's not, you know, sometimes it's great, but it hasn't been perfect. But, uh, you know, that's been, but, you know, for the podcast part of it, it's been really easy. I mean, I've uh, connected, we've had uh, 12 episodes uh, to start. 
we started with uh, Darren Joins, who was a former coach over at Beach for several years and is now the A, was at Franklin as an AD. So had him on to talk some of those old Beach uh, teams back in the day with some of those great Reese Chamberlain and, you know, some of those great players. And uh, went on Alicia Clark, uh, Mount Juliet star, uh, had her on, WNBA star, Ron Slade, Drew Maddox. Uh, We've had the Jordan uh, Jordan and Josh Bone on together, wow, uh, which was a great. So we've had some really uh, some really good episodes um, from high school into into the pro ranks, and we've got some more. Hubie Smith, who is a longtime Brooklyn Academy uh, coach, had him on to talk about you know West Tennessee to to Nashville and some of those great players he's had through those travels. So it's been awesome, man. Um, you know, I hope people are enjoying it as much as as I am. Yeah, you've been you've been doing a really good job, and it's clear to tell that uh, you know you're passionate about this, and uh, we share that passion for for the high school game right now. And uh, no better time to be a high school hoops fan than right now, as we head into sectionals uh, this weekend and on Monday. Um, you mentioned that uh, Franklin Cane Ridge game yesterday. Uh, before we talk about Clarksville and Beach, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, that game last night? So, man, you know, talking about not being able to get out and not. You know, watching games on NFHS, I got to go last night and sit on the front row with my son beside me, and it was like the old days, man. The gym was pumping. Uh, you know, Cane Ridge fans were there. The Franklin, it was it was fun. You know, from the start, I don't know. You know, Cane Ridge, they go as Brandon Miller goes. I mean, he's you know, five star, six seven guard. You know, he's shooting forty something percent from three point range. Um, he's just a great player. Um, you know, they, they also have Chris Hillman or Hillsman, who's their uh, little point guard, kind of little, um, CP3 clone, little stocky five, eight, five, nine, you know, high school version of CP3. He had 14, like he's a great defender. Uh, you know, they, they're kind of surrounded with, I think they have three senior starters and two of the juniors, including, uh, Brandon Miller, but, it was a it was an awesome game to start. You could tell that Franklin was going to uh, take out Brandon Miller. Like from the beginning, they had Taylor Spirito, who's a, a guard for he's a probably a six one six two kind of football type guard for Franklin. He does all the little dirty stuff. He doesn't look good, but he's awesome. The really really good athlete, coach's dream type guy, and. You know, he was undersized, but he was he's he's a strong guy. So he bodied up Brandon Miller from the they actually let him tip off. Like it was almost like mind warfare at the beginning. You know, it was kind of Brandon Miller was shaking his head, like, what's this cat doing? They kind of almost let him get the tip, and then it was body up the whole rest of the game. Deny, deny, deny. And you know, they they tried to force some of the other guys for Kane Reeds to beat him and you know, they a few of their guys really stepped up, including Hillsman, hit some big threes, and just a great game back and forth. It really was. Yeah, look, I mean, just judging by the final score, it looked like a great game. I wanted to ask, you know, obviously the team that I cover, Beach, is going to go on the road to Cane Ridge, and everyone knows about Brandon Miller. I mean, you can look at his highlight mm-hmm. tape, and his game speaks for itself. I did see a few highlights from the uh, Franklin game, and it looks like no matter if you've got somebody in his face or not, he can still pull up and, and, and make jumpers. He had – so I think he had 24 – 22 points last night. And Franklin played incredible defense. I mean, they really did. They had, you know, Spirito challenged every shot, denied, and they were really overhelping to him. 
And every all those 24 points were just because he was that good. Yeah. So yes, I mean he's just he's going to get 20 he's going to get 20 something. Uh, it's just how bad did the other guys beat you, really? That's that's kind of what I figured if I was the coach, my game plan would be just kind of you figure he's going to get his, just hope he doesn't get 40 and then try to lock up everyone else. But I, I feel like Beach tried to play that game against Clarksville, and Brady can attest to this. Last night kind of let anybody but J.J. Wheat beat them, and then the other four starters scored in double figures and did just that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes you can play good defense, but the other team has 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 more answers for you. It's nice to have a – that's why it's nice to have a five-star uh, future NBA player on your roster. It makes everybody else better. But, I mean, Kane Ridge, I will say um, – Zach, I mean, their senior they've got their senior point guard. He's tough. Uh Hillsman, number 14, I believe. Um, Ryan Oliver's a junior. Um, you know, he's about a six three guard that's uh, super athletic. He had 12 last night, uh, number 10, I think. He had a lot of second, and you know, they beat you on second chance buckets a lot. Yeah. They they're athletic. They had a, another number four, Caleb Wilson, six three. Um just hardworking guy. They didn't play a lot of players. They probably went maybe six deep. Um, and they've got another big guy, uh, Nigel Turner, I think, who's about a six seven guy. So they're they're big and, and athletic. Um, they don't go very deep. You know, Coach Marlon Sims um, does a great job with them too. But uh, you know, t- th- last night to me it was two really good teams. I, I think, you know, Beach is a, a good team. Clarksville's been up and down. You guys probably know more about Clarksville this year. Um, seems like they – the one game I really got to see was they got uh, just waxed by Henry County. But uh, I'm sure there's a story to that one that I don't know. Yeah, speaking on that Henry County game, I was actually at that game. You know, that was the, uh, the one on my TV 30. Yeah. And Henry County in the first half – put up probably the best offensive performance I've ever seen, making 11 out of 13 three-pointers in the first yeah. half. Um, That'll get you. Absolutely. And and Clarksville hung with them. You know, they were getting crushed in that first half, but won the second half and obviously still lost the basketball game, but they really made it competitive. You know, they didn't go away and they made it a, they made it a good game. Um, so, and Henry County, as we know, a really good basketball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, who who um, played beach really, really tight in uh, their first round game in the region. Um, but Clarksville right now, yeah, I mean, they got a, they got a good matchup coming up with Franklin, and uh, I think that's going to be a really good basketball game. It'll be a great basketball game. I mean, I, you know, Franklin is, is a big a big team. Um, I've, I've, I've gotten to see Franklin more than anybody this year. And, uh, you know, across the line, you know, Reed Kemp is their starting point guard. He's their leading scorer. He's about six foot tall. He's going to Missouri Western State. So he's a you know, D2 basketball player. Um, you know, Clarksville Northeast really took him out of his game. I'm sure Clarksville will have the tape on that. Mm-hmm. Um, just like Antioch did last night. I mean, they really got in his uh, grill and made him work really, really hard. So I know Clarksville is talented and, and uh, quick enough to – they'll make his life tough. But across the board, you know, you have Spiritos, about 6'2", 6'3", football type body. Uh, Aiden Smiley's about a 6'4" left-handed three-man who's, uh, you know, he's probably a D2, D3 type college player, shooter, long, athletic, um, you know, high motor guy. Connor Bevan, who's you know, the starting quarterback 
He's about a six four, six five. He knocked down five threes in the second quarter last night to get uh, Franklin back in it. He's a shooter, a big shooter. And then Matt Thurman, who's a college basketball player, I don't think he's committed yet to anybody, but um, six seven, you know, skilled, skilled six seven player. So, you know, Franklin, and they're all they're kind of like Cane Ridge, and that's five seniors um, across the board um, that come out. Um, you know, they play five. They got a – their sixth man is a Mason Jones, who's a football player, about six seven, three hundred, going to Bucknell. So, they, you know, they bring him in to body and, and maybe run a little two-man game with Aiden Smiley. So, you know, with these four teams, man, I'm really excited. To, it's a lot of contrast. And I think, you know, I was telling Zach off the air, I think Beach and uh, Franklin are really – similar in their their makeup um, across the board and maybe Clarksville and Cane Ridge are too so that's it's it's always fun when these two regions get together uh, I love it yeah so the one thing the one question I have for Franklin is you know and you mentioned that Beak and them are kind of uh, very similar in their makeup is um, the, I guess I should say this first actually is the thing that impressed me most about Clarksville was their lateral quickness. I mean, they could get to the middle of the lane in a hurry, and uh, there wasn't much Beach could do about it. And obviously, when you do that, it opens up your, your three-point range, right? And so I'm wondering if Franklin is going to have that same problem with it, it just staying in front of Clarksville because they they are small. And, and when, we came, when we went into the game last night, it was a very big uh, size advantage for Beach, and they tried to exploit that. And in a sense, they won that, but at what cost? Um, I felt like they went away from their game. And so, you know, I wonder if Franklin's going to fall in that same trap where that Clarksville makes you play a, a different game and then you can't keep up with them on, on the defensive end of the floor. That's what I wonder for Franklin. Yeah. I mean, I think that's I think that's the classic uh, for sure. The 10 AAA, traditionally 10 AAA versus 11 AAA, that's kind of how it shakes out. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the same with with your district as well. So I think that's again, and I think it's it'll be the same with with Cane Ridge too. Yeah, I mean Cane Ridge is is athlete, and they they kind of trick you into pressure too. They don't press a lot, but they kind of speed you up where you can turn it over a lot, and that's kind of where they go on some spurts, uh, get out. I mean, and they got some guys that can get up and, and dunk. So. You know, kind of, it's kind of like fake pressure. They don't press all the time, but they kind of speed you up. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it'll be. Uh, you know, Franklin will go into a one-three-one uh, at times, and they do a pretty good job with that with their length. So that may be their answer to to that. To throw uh, Coach Tiger at Franklin is is does a really good job of changing defenses, even in mid possession. That's kind of one of his things that he's so. We'll see, you know, uh, but you're right. I think that's that's what will be the – who wins and loses, who can stop stop that tomorrow yeah. night. Um, I think I think two – Monday night. I think two th big things that Clarksville will have going for them against Franklin is, um, one, they're going to be at home, which, of course, is always a big thing. Mm. Um, but Clarksville's gym is a bit different from the others. This is actually something I talked to with uh, Johnny Jackson, head coach of Rossview, uh, who mm -hmm. had a very good team this year. After one of their games this season, he said, they hate going and shooting in that gym, even though they do it every single year, because the walls are kind of far back in that gym. It kind mm -hmm. of makes for a, we a weird shooting for the other team, but Clarksville is always in there. They shoot very well on those hoops. Um, and it's just kind of an unorthodox feeling for shooters to go in there. And for Franklin, who 
does not go into that gym very often. These kids, I don't know if they've ever gone and shot in those gyms. That could be a weird adjustment for them. So there's that's a, a great point. That's a great point. And Franklin is a shooting team. Yeah, that Clarksville gym, I played there a long time ago. It is weird. It's the same one, so it's old. It is old. Because uh, I'm old. And it's uh, it's dark. It's like a darker it is. gym. So, yeah, that's a that's, – you know, that's why you want to win that, you know, last night you still, you're getting to go to sub-state, but you, you know, mm-hmm. Franklin wanted to win that and they wanted to be at home uh, no matter who it would be against. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, especially this year, because, man, these poor kids, like, you know, that was probably the third game where they've had a real screaming crowd, like people yeah. standing up, you know. So I hate it for every senior. Uh, you know, what a t- at least we're, they're getting to do it, but – uh you know, to host another game during this year is just, you know, gravy, right? Absolutely. And um, I also wanted to talk about Clarksville's head coach, Ted Young, one of the most respected coaches in, in the game right now. Um, Zach and I at, at the game last night, you know, we, we were just kind of talking about just how good of a coach he is because, you know, there were times where Zach pointed out he called some really good timeouts. Um, you know, there was one point where Beach had some momentum going and he got and Ted Young got a really good timeout called. Um, there was time even after Clarksville got a basket, he called a timeout and kind of got his team back um, kind of in the right zone. But, um, you know, you mentioned that uh, Franklin has played uh, Northeast and Northeast played them really, really tight. That was yep. just a two point game that the Admirals won. And, you know, Ted Young's going to get um, some really good film from that game. And, you know, that he's going to be able to exploit that. Um and, and again, you also said that uh, Clarksville is kind of similar to Kane Ridge. You know, they don't have a Brandon Miller who is, you know, seems like he could be a lock to be a lottery pick in, in the near future. Um, but they do have uh, very good guards. You know, J.J. Wheat is one of the top guards in the area. Um, and they, they're really just really deep. And uh, with Franklin being so similar to Beach, um, you know, I don't think that they're going to have to change their game too much. There, there's probably not going to be too much that they have to go and do. Um, and Ted Young told me after the game last night that they had about seven films worth of, of tape on beach and about one day to look it all over. And, but he, he said he could tell that they, his guys watched it all, you know, he, he knew all the 10 there. They, the players uh, knew all the tendencies that they, their, their guys were looking forward uh, to doing. And um, that's not to say that Franklin's not going to have some great film on Clarksville as well, but um, this Clarksville team is just, you look at them, uh, the best way Ted Young described it to me much earlier this season is you see these guys walking through an airport, your, your first instinct's not, well, that looks like a basketball team because they're just not very big. Um, but they make up for it with that quickness, uh, the shooting ability, the good coaching, um, and really a lot of just overall talent uh, on that team. But um, uh, it, it is a very interesting matchup. You know, I think on paper, you look at uh, Franklin, they had uh, what a 24 game winning streak this season. I mean, that's, yeah. you, don't, you don't do just that. Just ended last night. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That was going from, you know, 2020 early or uh, early in the season to just last night. Station I mean, that's, Canton. That's right. Station. Yeah, that's such a, that's such a, such a strange outcome, right? I mean, Station Camp beating Franklin. Yeah. You know, and I, it was early on. I don't know if there was a, again, like a story to that. Uh, I think they were full. I mean, of course, Station Camp, uh, they do it. He does an awesome job. Uh, help me. Seth, Seth Massey does an awesome job, and they've got players, not to – but, um, you know, after that, Franklin was humming. I don't know, you know, if it was uh, – if they had any contact tracing or anything that that game. I, I don't think so. I think they just got beat. But, uh, yeah. but since then, they've been humming. And and yeah. later in the season, they've been, they've been really, really humming. Yeah, Ted Young 
is a great coach. And so um, he's been doing a long time too, because I I played AAU basketball for Ted Young in the late nineties for a, for a spring. So that's how long that's how long he's been he's been at this at this game. Yeah, he he's absolutely been doing this for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great too because after every game you can just tell how long he's been doing this because he 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 he's one of my favorite guys to to interview after games because it's like sometimes he doesn't even go back to the locker room after games he'll just be out on the court mingling with with uh fans and stuff and it's just so easy for me to grab him and he's just lighthearted all the time it doesn't even matter after after they lose or win he'll he's just always in a great mood and always ready to talk um, you know, it seems like nothing really shakes him at this point. Um, but Clarksville's on a heck of a run right now. They've gone four games in a row on the road, beating Henry County, Green Hill, Northeast, and now Beach. I mean, it's hard to get um, a, a more um, a more impressive stretch on the road uh, in the postseason than beating all four of those teams in a row. It'll be fun. It'll be it'll be fun. Hey Matt, I've got I do have a question for you. So you yeah. know. Uh, you look at Beach and Cane Ridge, and on one hand, Cane Ridge has only played played twelve games. Beach is creeping up on thirty. Do you think that's an advantage for for Cane Ridge Monday night? Do you think fresh legs are are a factor there? Do you think, or do you think that's a disadvantage where maybe they haven't, you know, been in all the dog fights that maybe Beach has been been in? Well, that's a good question, Zach. Because last night, and I wrote this on my on my Twitter after the game, like the three or four takeaways I had uh, was that the Metro teams will fold in a tight game because they haven't been there this year was put to rest last night. Cane Ridge, you know, before last night, I would have said that's advantage Franklin, Um, you know, 24 games or advantage beach, you know, but not last night. And, and I don't think the fresh legs thing, you know, these dudes, I mean, you know, this, and they're playing year round all the time anyway, you know, AAU basketball, they're playing, four games a, a day and, you know, high level. So I think at that, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think there's a right answer to that. Last That's, night I would have – the fresh legs thing I wouldn't have thought, but I did think that – I thought if Franklin could keep it close at the end, they would win because of that. And I was I was wrong. Brady, before we let Matt go, how about we how about we get some winners from you? You think you you think you'd be up for that? You think you're up for picking – Picking winners for Cane Ridge and Franklin, or Cane Ridge. Me? Beach. Yeah, Cane Ridge Beach. Yeah, man. Clarksville. Yep. Who you think's gonna win those games? So Franklin Clarksville. I'm, um, you know, and so I'm a ten AAA guy uh, from from way way back. Um, it's hard for me usually to to uh, think that it. I think Clarksville, Tennessee, has the best basketball per capita of probably anywhere like second to maybe Memphis. And that goes back to, you know, not to get back into the old Trent Hassel, Sean Marion, all, all that. And people, nobody even knows. And, and if you listen to my podcast, I've talked about that a lot. Marcus Maven, blah, blah, blah. But so saying all that, I kind of like the matchup for Franklin. I, I don't know why. I think the consistency they've had. I love teams with six seniors that play a lot. Um, I think it's going to be a heck of a game. I mean, I know J.J. Wee, he's he's insane. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. I'm going to pick Franklin in that because of the six seniors. Um, and um, so I'll, on the beach, Cane Ridge game, um, 
That's a tough one. I really like Beach. I think their point guard is solid. They've got bigs that can make shots. Uh, But, man, Cane Rouge impressed me last night. I mean, they've got a five-star guy. They're kind of a veteran team as well. Um, I'm going to have to pick Cane Ridge at home. I'm going to have to pick Cane Ridge in a close one, Zach. But uh, I know I could be—I know I could be dead wrong on both of these, and maybe I'm on a high from watching that great game last night. I don't know, but I'm gonna—I'm gonna pick Franklin and uh, and Cambridge to go. Well, I'll tell you what, Matt. You know, those are both very good picks, and um, I, you know, wouldn't be shocked in the slightest if both of those picks end up being right because. I mean, Franklin and Cambridge, you know, they're at this point for a reason. Those are two incredible basketball teams. Um, but I will say Northeast, um, going into their game against Clarksville, um, their top six players were also all seniors. So mm-hmm. this is a, a situation that Clarksville has seen before. Um, yeah. Of course, they're much more familiar with that Northeast team than this Franklin team. So sure. Could and like up- you mentioned earlier, Northeast Northeast played Franklin great. And, and what they did, I mean, they kind of um, – they took away Reed Kemp. I mean, they did not – similar to kind of what Franklin tried to do with uh, Brandon Miller, they didn't let him catch it. They were tugging at his jersey. Um, they kind of roughed him up, kind of the Lance Stevenson thing where he's blowing in uh, LeBron's ear, you know, trying to annoy him, like that kind of stuff, which is what I would do against them because, uh, you know, he's a great scorer. So, we'll see, man. I can't wait till Monday. And uh, I just appreciate you guys letting me – get on here and talk a little little hoops with you guys. Absolutely, man. We really appreciate you jumping in, helping us out. I know we're smarter today because of it. And I know our listeners will be as well. So, Matt, <laughs> we appreciate you, man. Matt of Tennessee Hoop Talk. Why don't you, before you go, tell everybody how they can find you and uh, where to follow you. Yeah, guys. So, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at TN Hoop Talk. And, uh, you know, that's for the, the day-to-day basketball stuff. You know, uh, if I'm at a game, I'll update you on the game and trying to get the high school information out from, you know, from West Tennessee. We're trying to do West Tennessee to East Tennessee, you know, Bluff City, Music City, Rocky Top is what we say. Uh, and then the podcast, um, you know, again, we got 12 episodes. You, anywhere you podcast, just that uh, it's Tennessee Hoop Talk. Um, you know, we're on Spotify, Apple, uh, all the all the major platforms so you can you can catch us there well matt we really appreciate your time man and uh yeah man. You know, it, maybe we'll maybe we'll see you on monday because i know i'm going to cane ridge uh brady obviously be at, at uh at clarksville but hopefully we'll see you on down the road okay see you guys see you. all right man all right brady let's jump right on into our every day or every week segment the player of the week segment uh where we highlight the best players from the week um you know, I'll start first, and I'll just I'll just get it out of the way. I think uh, it was a really tough decision between Christian Shaw and Andrew Page between Player of the Week for me this week. Um, but I think I'm going to go with Andrew Page. Dropped over 20 uh, in multiple games this week, two out of three games, and so um, he was he was he was key for them. He was clutch, especially in their win over Henry County. Uh, was was an X factor in their win over Station Camp, and uh, dropped 20 points last night against Clarksville and really dominated them. I mean, Clarksville, as you know, kind of didn't have an answer. They kind of let him – they didn't let him get his because he definitely earned them. But uh, I definitely think he was uh, he was the guy for, for the Bucks this week. Yeah, absolutely. You know, whenever we saw them uh, scoring, uh, it was always the easiest when it was Andrew Page down there. Yeah. Uh, as for my players of the week, um, it's always easiest to go with Tamia Scott on, on the girls' side. And uh, it's, it's the easiest – 
option this week as well. Uh, she's totally earned it. You know, Northwest's last team standing uh, on the girls' side in District 10. Um, so she's going to be my player of the week again. She's had some, she has some really, really good games against Beach, against Lebanon. Um, so there, she's my pick there. I'm going to go with uh, co-players of the week on the boys' side, looking at uh, Clarksville's uh, J.J. Wheat, who won the region MVP. He had 26 points in their win against uh, uh, Northeast. Um, but I also want to give Wesley Booth a shout out. This is a guy who doesn't turn up on all the scouting reports. You know, teams are always going to want to stop JJ Wheat. Uh, Charles Freeman's going to show up on a lot of scouting reports, Javon Martin, but Wesley Booth um, was the leading scorer in the, both wins against Green Hill and beach. Um, so really just a huge shout out to him. He played some really good defense as well. Poking balls free, getting out on runouts, uh, shooting the three ball really well. Um, so I think he totally earned that distinction. Absolutely. Uh, and let's talk about a little bit about that game last night. I know, I know we both posted our stories. You can check those out on MainStreetPreps.com. Uh, but I want to say one thing, you know, before the game started last night, Brady, I told you I felt like the Beach X factor was going to be Luke Fleming. Uh, and Luke only had three points for the Bucks, uh wow. that night. So, uh, I, obviously, I'm not saying the loss falls on his shoulder. That's, that's not what I'm saying. But if he would have dropped what he's capable of, like a 20-piece, they probably would have won that game, right? And so um, I think them shutting down Luke Fleming was was a big, big turning point, big turning point for Clarksville. Yeah, absolutely. And we saw the the half court defense that uh, Clarksville's guards were playing. Um, I mean, he just couldn't get any room to breathe all night. You know, the only guard who could really get much going was Christian Shaw. And even then, J.J. Wheat was defending him really well. Yeah, a lot of his points, a lot of his points really came on, came off screens, you know, getting a catch and shoot, mostly deep threes. Um, you know, things that J.J. Wheat wasn't really capable of defending. Not that he wasn't – not that he's good enough not to, but just, you know, that was just Christian Shaw being Christian Shaw. Um, yeah. But Clarksville's guards just did a really good job. We mentioned Andrew Page was really the best player for Beach last night. And, um, you know, he had 20 points. He had a really solid game. But uh, even then, he was getting denied in the post quite a bit. Um, you know, had some shots blocked. Was uh, Whenever they try an entry pass, uh, you know, you know, half the time it felt like that ball was getting poked free. and. Yep turning into turnovers. Um, you know, I'll tell you what, uh, heading into that game, as I was driving down to uh, Hendersonville, um, I thought that, you know, Beach had a chance to win that game pretty comfortably because of their size advantage. But um, Clarksville, man, they just played one of the best games that they have all season. They, they totally did really good. Out of their rhythm. Uh, Beach, uh, I don't want to say they seemed unprepared, but almost not expecting to to get what they got out of Clarksville, you know, Clarksville. I know exactly what you're trying to say. Yep. Yeah. They were just so much faster than speed. Speed doesn't always show up on film. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to see, you know, a guy blowing past someone on, uh, on film and say, well, you know, I, I just got to, you know, shuffle my feet a little bit, but when you're matching up there against a guy like JJ wheat, I mean, you, you don't, most guys aren't going to have a chance of getting in front of him. And uh, it, it, that showed, you know, he had a lot of assists, uh, all five Clarksville starters were in double figures. Um, just it's it's hard to beat a team when they're when they're clicking like that. Absolutely. I, last thing I'll say about it is Clarksville deserved that win last night. They were the better team, without a doubt, from the jump. I mean, I know Beach had an early what four two lead, but mm-hmm. I mean after the first minute and a half, that game just was all Clarksville. So my hats off to them. I really that was the first time I'd seen them this year, and I made a point to tell Ted Young like, dude, thanks for the entertainment. Your your guys are are clearly clicking at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. Ted Young's doing a heck of a job with that team this year. Um, and I also want to uh, give a quick uh, a quick shout out to the Northwest girls. Uh, they did lose to Lebanon, uh, the Devilettes, in uh, the region their region championship game. Uh, they had it tied in, uh, after the third quarter, so that game was really really close 
up until the final final quarter. Uh, Tommy Bryan was there covering that game, as he does with most Devilettes games, and um, and but Northwest played that game really tight. They're now heading to Page uh, tomorrow, as we record this on Friday. They're headed to Page on Saturday. Um, and uh, I think that's going to be a pretty good game. I think Northwest actually has a pretty good chance to win that game. They're actually ranked higher on max preps uh, in the um, in the AAA rankings. Um, Northwest, obviously, they're going to have one of the best players on the floor at all time with Tamia Scott. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if they won that game. I mean, they're just a very, very talented team. And uh, not that to, not to say Paige isn't very good. You know, they would not be here. They wouldn't be hosting a sub-state game if they weren't very good. But I can see, I can see Northwest. Uh, ben Wallace has been a great coach this year. They've got a really good team all around, and um, I think that's going to be a really good basketball game. Before we go today, Brady, let's make some quick picks. Um, I, uh, you know, I'll just I'll go first. Uh, I like Clarksville at home against Franklin. I, I really liked what I saw last night. Um, I think uh, learning that Franklin is a lot like Beach um, it leads me to believe they're going to have a hard time staying in front of them on defense. So. Uh, give me Clarksville being at home. Uh, I think they're going to shoot well and, and advance the state. And then Beach on the road at Cane Ridge. Uh, I'll just say this uh, real quick. The only way Beach wins is if they have more than 10 threes made. Um, they're they're going to have to shoot the lights out. And, and here's the thing, Brady. They can 100% do that. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the crazy thing. Is like You're like, okay, well, we need to make 12 to 13 threes in this game. Well, they've got a guy who made 10 by himself in one game. So. Yeah. They can definitely score with the best of them. So um, I'd say they've got a 30 to 40% chance at the upset, but uh, I like Kane Ridge to win that game. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on both games. I think Clarksville um, has, is playing their best basketball right now. Um, I mentioned when we talked to Matt uh, how they've won three straight road games against high-quality opponents. Uh, Franklin, uh, probably just as good, um, if not a little bit better, than probably I'd say Northeast and uh, Beach, as we've seen from their results this season. Um, but I think Clarksville has what it takes to really kind of be a, a matchup nightmare for them in some cases. And they've already uh, beaten a team in Beach who is a lot like Franklin, and they've got that home court advantage. Um, I do like Clarksville to win that basketball game, although I think it will be very close. And like you mentioned with um, with Beach, uh, they absolutely have to get back to their game. They did not shoot the three at, at all, really, against Clarksville. They took that away from them. And uh, but if they can get back to that, they can hit those three pointers against Kane Ridge. They're going to win that game. Um, but I, f- I feel like they'll also need an off game from Brandon Miller. And that just doesn't really happen very often. Um, he's the best player in the state. Uh, I don't think that's that's even a debate right now. Um, and I think he's got he's going to have a game and, and carry Kane Ridge over Beach, although I think it, it could be a very close game. Guys, we want to thank you so much for listening today. We want to thank Tennessee Hoop Talk for joining us. It's been a fun episode, and best of luck to our teams on Saturday and Monday. Absolutely.